Hello there. From Feels Like Friday Films and Radio Nowhere, this is Did You Hear This? With your hosts, Zach and Paul. Uh, okay, so do you want to start this one or should I? I think you never should start it. We'll just sit in silence for a second. No, well, that sounds good. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, and welcome to Did You Hear This? Ta-ta! <laughs> I'm Zach, and this is my good buddy, Paul, the first or second. It, it sounds oh, mystery. The little delay, it sounded like it was a pre recording I was hitting play on. Yeah. Paul has. You know, just a heartwarming, uplifting story for us today. Oh, is that what we're calling school shootings now? Uh, no, it's not. In fact, we no, shouldn't even really, really joke not. about it or yeah. add any sort of lightness to it. Yeah. Paul has a very serious story for us today. Something that's been plaguing our country well, pretty much my entire life. Actually, even longer than you would think. Um, <laughs> so our story today comes to us from uh, CNN, and it concerns the latest in a string of, of shootings to happen on school grounds in the year 2021. Um, this, this, is, uh, this is the fourth shooting to occur on school grounds this year. Um, and it, uh, it occurred in Knoxville, Tennessee at Austin East Magnet High School. And the situation was this, um, the police department received reports that there was a student who was armed um, and had holed themselves up in a bathroom. So students were evacuated from the school um, so luckily there, there weren't a lot of students that were in danger at that point, but unfortunately the police then, uh, decided to breach the bathroom. I don't know how long negotiations were before that decision was made. Um, and the suspect opened fire, um, then the police returned fire, uh, and the result was that the suspect was killed on school grounds and one police officer was also wounded in the line of duty there. Um, this is tragically the fourth death by gun violence of a student at that school this year. That school specifically? That school specifically. The other oh three God. occurred off campus, but it is the fourth death uh, that this community unfortunately has suffered um, in, in the year. Could um, you repeat where it is again? It is in Knoxville, Tennessee, and the school was Austin East Magnet High School. Wonder, um, wonder what's going on with Knoxville there. I'm not sure, but it, I think there's very little debate at this point that this is a nationwide problem. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, this is the fourth school shooting to occur in the year 2021. Since February 27th, which was the first, there have been 11 people killed on school grounds and 14 people wounded. Uh, and I wish I could say that this was, well, I don't wish I could say it because I don't think any of this should be happening, but this is sadly an anomaly in that it is such a low number for the year so far. Um, and notably, you know, in the, in the midst of the pandemic, it is notable that we had the first real pause in school shootings um, since the 1970s or 80s. This was the first time that we had multiple months that did not see a school shooting. I know you want to keep this focused on school shootings and mm -hmm. we will, but in the larger picture where this fits in with the country as a whole, I just pulled it up. Mm -hmm. And in 2021, these statistics just through March, by the way, so just first quarter 2021, not mm -hmm. April, 
Mm-hmm. There have been 126 mass shootings in the country. Mm. You know, a lot of the arguments that come from the other side of this, the, mm-hmm. the libertarian, the conservative, the NRA, that there should be zero restrictions on weapons are things like, well, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Sure, but guns make it a hell of a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Or things like, oh, you know, I killed you with my car. Now mm-hmm. we're going to ban all cars. It's like, no, but we'll make you have a license for it and take a test for it. Mm-hmm. And if you have, you know, if you if you have a DUI, if you if you uh, abuse it, if you have a mental illness, if you have medical illness, we're going to revoke your right to to do that. Yeah, um, and I, I think this is really um, not to not to interject too much, but if I may, I think you and I are actually kind of on the same page here. So I grew up in a household that did not have guns, um, but my parents uh, did allow me to learn about guns in a safe way. I learned through the Boy Scouts. Um, You know, I learned proper maintenance and care, and I learned respect for firearms. Um, And, you know, ultimately through uh, my marriage, I've I've inherited some, uh, and we keep those locked away, unloaded and safe. And I would say that if I've learned anything in the last few years, I think it's that I don't think anyone really, anyone truly believes that if there weren't guns, that things wouldn't be better. I think a common ground for everybody, or at least everybody who can think logically, is that if there were no guns, that would be a better society and we'd all be better off. But I also think we're at a place, particularly as Americans, where we they have been available and readily so for so long, there's no way to unring that bell. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think the ideal of a society where there are no guns is great. I don't think it's going to happen here. And On I the counter to all those arguments yeah. are, of course, going to be things like the only one who stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, which, by the way, has been proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the research shows that if you bring a gun to a shooting, you're more likely to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, um, or that, you know, oh, why make, you know, if you make it illegal, oh, bad guys aren't going to follow rules. They're going to get a gun anyway. Mm-hmm. That one's always been weird to me. Like we shouldn't put any restrictions on it because the bad guys will still have guns. Like, so we make it easier for bad people to get guns. <laughs> it's, it's a bad faith argument. Um, and I think it's, it's one where I think the conversation at this point, much like everything else politically has become such an extreme. And I was guilty of this for a lot of years. For a lot of years, I was in favor of a complete gun ban. Um, and I think in the wake of seeing what happens when a rabble of idiots get their hands on guns and start making threats around the country, I've softened on that a little bit, at least from a perspective of, okay, maybe there is a use for having guns for personal safety. Um, But there's no reason, there is no reason in modern society why I think you should be carrying a gun out in public, unless you are some form of law enforcement. And even then, I'm not entirely sure that cops should have guns. As you noted, don't. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I just, I, I don't, it's a thorny issue because I think if we keep seeing these extremes guiding conversation on it, then we're never going to be able to find a solution to this problem. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like we've said, I think this is, this is a further, um, this is further evidence of the disease currently plaguing our democracy, which is 
it's okay to have extremist views and obviously believe whatever you want, unless you're a Nazi, in which case, please let me know so I can punch you right in the face because that's my duty as an American. But big proponent of the make it legal to punch Nazis. Absolutely. Uh, platform. Absolutely. But I think we have to be able to come to the table in good faith. And I think it's demonstrable that on the one side, you have people who are calling for gun control, which is, yes, it will make it harder for you to purchase a gun. Yes, it will limit what guns you can have. It doesn't take your guns away. I I don't think the idea that we're going to take guns is going to work. It'll never pass in this country. So we need to be moving away from that and towards the idea of what can we do to make this safe? Yeah, and I think you hit on a really great point there. It's it's the extreme in both ends of it. You know, you and I on the liberal end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. we we know the extreme right argument. Right? Mm-hmm. We want all the guns, and we've we've made fun of a couple of the arguments already in this segment. Sure, but if you look at the extreme left side, it's just as unreasonable. Take all the guns away, as you said. Yeah, maybe that might be ideal. Just like, hey, if communism actually worked, it might be ideal. Right. But there has never been a successful communist country. Uh, this is a separate tar- <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other can of worms where we should yeah. do a show on that at some point when it becomes relevant in the news. But getting but, back, uh, yeah, getting back but, to the topic. So you've got these two arguments and you're not getting anywhere. It's become a battle of ideology and you can't make any progress that way. Politics, when it used to be actual politics, was about finding a way to move forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what is our actual goal here? Well, let's stop kids from getting shot. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you can't, yeah, if you can't agree with that statement, I think we need to look at you. Yeah, I think that's a you problem. And if you're voting for someone who cannot honestly say, I don't want kids to get shot, don't vote for that person. What's that common goal? How do we, ki- how do we stop kids from getting shot? Awesome. Let's brainstorm ideas. There are solutions out there to at least reduce the number of kids getting shot that is less than just take them all away or keep them all. I want a bazooka in my garage. Yeah. So with all of that, I think we need to maybe slow down and re, you know, re, reset ourselves for your uh, local color, which I'm hoping is a lot more funny than this. Go ahead, let's, Zach. Let's do bring some us, local Bring color. us back up. And this is actually courtesy of Paul. He introduced me to this this week, and it was mm-hmm. too good not to pass up. So I'm sure he's going to have some input in this. Mm-hmm. This comes to us from the amazing people, the sophisticated legends that oh reside in the subreddit prequel memes. Oh, this is, yes. of course, the Owen saga. Oh, Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, go ahead, explain it to everybody. Oh, I, you're, his excitement, is, it's just, you can see it coming out of his pores right now. It, it, he sent me this text message, drama happening in the prequel means mm-hmm. sub. Mm-hmm. And it took me until that evening to go into it. And it was tens of thousands of responses to this situation mm-hmm. we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. I spent the better part of an hour and didn't even make it halfway through. It was so super engaging. It was <laughs> insane. Uh, Paul, give us a rundown of what was going on. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, prequel memes is a subreddit on Reddit, which is basically a discussion board. Um, and what it is, is it's specifically dedicated to making memes or jokes based on the Star Wars prequels or the Clone Wars or anything that happens before the original trilogy in timeline. And what happened was somebody made a meme specifically that 
essentially uh, was confessing feelings for a crush. Um, so this, this, she posted, this person, the, the user, um, posted something specifically to this guy, Owen, um, who apparently she spends time with, has been watching TV with, and just wanted to confess her Specifically feelings. Avatar The Last Air- Airbender. It's important yes, to the story. specifically Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and she posted this meme expecting it to get no traction. And I first became aware of it, um, on, on this morning that I saw it, the morning after it had been posted. Uh, and by that point, it had like 10,000 views and 10,000 likes or whatever. Uh, and so I, I sent one. And then oh, as, the, as, the, as the day went on, it just kept building and people kept responding and like making other memes about the situation uh, until by, by the, the next day, there were 102 likes on the, 102,000 likes from around oh, the folks. world. And it became this phenomenon within the subreddit where everybody was invested in this thing. Not just the subreddit. This yeah. became the number one post on Reddit front page. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So it was an R all. So what and, was it like for you? Well, when I got into it, it, it had hit front page. It wasn't number one yet. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just insane. My favorite part was all we knew about this guy was Owen. And they were watching Avatar The Last Airbender. And every Owen who has ever been to Reddit was like, is it me? <laughs> and then they'd answer questions like they were on the bridge in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, my God. Like, it, was, it became like a folk mute movement around the world is the only way I could really describe it in a term that's not an internet term. It's like when, I imagine this is what it was like to like uh, the first time you heard about Charles Lindbergh flying around the world. It's stupid. It doesn't really change anything in anyone's lives, but it was riveting. The drama of like, okay, we know she posted this when he was asleep. Okay, it's been 16 hours and he still hasn't responded. Is he still asleep? What's wrong with Owen? Where is this guy? And just the sheer support for this young woman as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone there being like, no matter what happens, it's amazing that you did this. I wish I had this sort of courage. Oh, Owen better treat you right. Like mm-hmm. in the internet and Reddit, especially, let's be honest, yeah. you are used to just severe toxicity. Mm-hmm. And it was such a beautiful moment of people coming together in the internet of all freaking places. And I encourage all of you out there to see how this saga ended. Mm. It was bittersweet, but it was mature and it was still uplifting. Incredibly wholesome. Go Google the Owen saga, Reddit. I kind of hope it becomes a Reddit holiday where just every every year on that date, we all get together and celebrate Owen. And from all of us, I'm Paul. And I'm still And this has been... Did you hear this? Holy crap, we kind of got it that time. We'll get it eventually. We need to do like hand signals. (laughs) Hi, listeners. One last thing. If you'd like to do more, then vote your conscience when it comes to gun control. Consider donating to the group Every Town for Gun Safety. This is a group that was originally founded by survivors of specifically school gun violence um, and they do great work so go to everytown.org and donate now did you hear this is a radio nowhere production co-produced by feels like friday films from all of us here have a better tomorrow
you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.